Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Real Clear Politics Takeaway for Tuesday, July 6th. I'm Tom Bevan, co-founder and president of RCP. And I'm Carl Cannon, Washington Bureau Chief. Morning, Tom. <laughs> Good morning, Carl. It is uh, it is George W. Bush's birthday, Carl. Yes, he was, uh, the, he was uh, one of the original baby boomers, along with uh, Bill and Hillary Clinton, Donald Trump. 1946 was a busy year for the greatest generation. It also happens to be my mom's birthday. So happy birthday out there to my mom. Happy birthday, Mrs. Bevan. Uh, and one other notable person, Carl. Nancy Reagan was born on this date uh, in Manhattan a uh, hundred years ago today, Tom. Wow. So, Carl, let's let's talk about the Fourth uh, of July weekend. Everybody was, for the most part, it seemed like out and back to normal uh, in a lot of places around the country. Uh, but we also, Carl, now looking back on the weekend, are surveying the carnage from across the country. I think 180 people were killed, uh, 540 shot, including about a hundred, over 100 here in Chicago. 19 people died here in Chicago over the weekend, including 13 kids. Um, this crime wave, Carl, uh, is is a real thing. It's a real problem, and it's happening all over the country. You know, Tom, in Chicago, uh, your mayor said that 99% of her critics were, you know, racist or sexist. And I, I think we I think we probably need to get beyond that. And I think I'd like to see the two parties talk to each other and see what, you know, what can be done. Um, the de- President Biden's default position in his, you know, first few months in office has been gun control. And that, that has to be part of the conversation. But something else is going on. And you can't help but think that part of it is... Uh, this budget cuts to police departments in many of these big cities, the excoriation of police, the low morale of police. There, there seems to be a law enforcement component, too. And I, I, it's, it strikes me that this would be the time for President Biden to make good on his promise. And he, you know, he talked about when he was running that he would uh, he implied he would he would get Democrats and Republicans to work together. And he said he'd work just as hard for the people who didn't vote for him as those who did. Well, this is this is a time where it seems both sides and the political divide need to give some ground and figure out how to address this. You know, Carl, I'm not sure whether that'll happen or not. For You know, Trump, obviously, his his tone when he talked about cities and crime, he called them hell holes. He called them, uh, you know, he used to obviously talk badly about Chicago in particular. But but he did have his idea, and it's one that's been tossed around but never really used, was to bring in the National Guard, right? Why don't we have people, uh, the National Guard deployed on street corners around the city to secure the city for all of the people who are afraid to let their kids, you know, walk the streets, go play, ride their bikes? I mean, these kids are getting shot. I know people will say, well, we don't want to militarize. It'll, you know, the optics of that are not great. The flip side to that, Carl, is that people are afraid to go outside. They are dying. They're getting shot. Um, it's 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 amazing to me that we just tolerate this level of violence day in, day out, week in, week out uh, in a place like my hometown of Chicago. Well, I, I agree with you and we shouldn't tolerate it. I, uh, I have to tell you, though, that the National Guard, to me, that's not just bad optics. That's bad policy. We, we need to get a... We don't want to have martial law in this country. We don't want to militarize every problem. We need to figure out how to get a handle on it. We haven't gone. We haven't. There's a hundred things we could do before it comes to that. Um, you know, 
for, don't for many to, years. But Carl, don't you have to actually stop the violence? I mean, we could talk about solutions that are, you know, medium term, long term, that, that will help rebuild communities. And but but I mean, that's in the future. The, the crisis is now. How do you stop it now from happening? Well, uh, yeah, I, Tom, I, there's no easy answer. But I uh, but I just I think that would. I just don't think that is the answer. We, this is a civilian problem. We need to, you know, that's not really what the National Guard is for. We, we need to figure out how to restore order on our streets. Look, Tom, there are, there are things that have been done in law enforcement. Um, in New York City for, you know, a generation, they did stop and frisk. And they got, they, what they did was stop suspicious looking people, and young, young men usually, uh, who, and they, surprising number of times frisked them and found guns and they did handguns and they did two that policy did two things one is it got some bad actors off the street and second it sent the word out that if you were care if you were armed you're liable to be arrested and so fewer people went armed now that policy was abandoned bill de blasio ran for mayor on a promise to get rid of it it was challenged in court too many of those people stopped were stopped because they were people of color the nypd um was you know sometimes abusive in how they handled it they they took too much power too much authority and they bred ill will for the police department within the minority community so that thing but there's something there you know a, a, a getting guns out of the hands of these young um teenage gunmen gang members is a start we know how to do it and they have to figure out how to do it without without being racist and without causing racial animosity in the community. I mean, that's just one policy. Chicago could do this. And so I, I just, I don't think we're, there's a lot we need to do. I just don't think National Guard would really get to the problem. I keep waiting, Carl, for, you know, the Howard Beale moment <laughs> where someone's going to stand up and, and yell, you know, we're not going to take this anymore. We're people, damn it, you know. Um, but it just, it never happens. Well, it's, it's, it's one other thing. unbelievable to me that, that there is no one uh, of stature who who has taken the lead on this and forced it into the national consciousness? Well, I mean, we just again, it's not just Chicago; it's other cities as well. Um, and we wake up every Monday morning and read the you know gruesome uh, stat sheet on how many people have been shot, how many people have been killed, and and there's just there doesn't seem to be any concern um, or urgency on the issue, and that that just disturbs me every single time I read these stories. Well, and Tom, in some ways, the problem is. Mask. I mean, it's even worse than we think. In Chicago, you know, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I noticed there, you know, 10, 10 people had died, but 52 were shot. You know, we we have this these great uh, hospitals where they can treat gunshot wounds and things that used to be fatal aren't anymore. I mean, this is it's an epidemic of gun violence in the in these big cities and it needs to be dealt with. And, you know, the other thing is, if you're running an organization and it's called Black Lives Matter, and that's what. And that's your slogan and that's your ideology. And the Democrats, many of them have embraced it. I, I think we need to start thinking, you know, all and then all black lives matter, not just those killed by police, but those killed by, uh, you know, black black men are more likely to be victims of this crime, these, this street violence than anyone else. And we need to think of it in those terms, I believe. All right. We will leave it there for this morning. I'm Tom Bevan, co-founder and president of Real Clear Politics. And I'm Carl Cannon, Washington Bureau Chief, and this has been the Real Clear Politics Takeaway for Tuesday, July 6th, 2021, uh, six months to the day after the U.S. Capitol was stormed by rioters. Mm -hmm.